You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week it is episode 75, three quarters of the way to that magical number 100, and we are talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. I fucking love this game. I love Ninja Turtles. Uh, I, we have so much to get to this week, so I'm just going to shut the fuck up and get right to the intro, uh, cause there's lots I want to talk about and you guys know I have to ramble and I ramble too damn much. If you're not interested in that, you can check out the description box below. There's a timestamp to tell you when to get to, to just listen to Ninja Turtles talk, but I suggest you hang around because we're going to wish the Sony PlayStation a happy birthday in a second. And, uh, I think you should do that. Uh, but before we get to wishing them, uh, wishing that, that little gray box a happy birthday, you guys, I'm going to quickly plug the Patreon. Please consider signing up. Patreon.com slash remember the game. And listen, if you're already getting ready to skip, don't skip yet. Just listen. Uh, just sign up like Ryan White just did. Thank you very much, Ryan, for signing up. It is two bucks a month. Like, what else? Are you, what are you going to fucking spend that on? Like a cup of shitty fucking Starbucks coffee? No, no, just it's two bucks. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, if we get like 200 people each putting in two bucks, you guys know I give away 25% of our Patreon. That's a $100 gift. That's a new game every month. 
for one of those people, okay? So please just consider it. Uh, you're also going to get bonus episodes. We have 10 locked, loaded, in the bank, ready to go. Five Q&A rambling ones where I answer all of your questions and five game reviews. We, we've already covered Cuphead, The Link's Awakening remake, Octopath Traveler, The Messenger, and Celeste, which just came live. And coming up this Monday, December 9th, it will be a Pokemon Sword and Shield review. I posted a poll over on the Patreon website to see if you guys were interested in that or not, and it was overwhelmingly yes, so to the three people that voted no, I don't know who you are because I can't see what you voted for, I'm very, very sorry, uh, it won't be Pokemon again next month, but I have had an overwhelming people, uh, amount of people messaging me asking me to cover the Pokemon games, so that is what we are going to do. Uh, you also get entered into draw, uh, draws to win our prizes, and you get a shout out on the show. Uh, just like Ryan just did. And I talk to everyone. Okay. So you can message me on there. We can chat. I like talking video games. Sometimes it takes me a couple of days to get back, but I always go out of my way to chat with everybody. And there may or may not be a wrestling podcast coming 30 days from today, December 4th, uh, that you're going to get access to a bonus episode of as well. If you're already on the Patreon, <laughs> that's my sales pitch. Okay. I'm done. No more plugging it for the week. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Please consider it. It keeps the lights on here. It keeps me, it just helps me pay for this stupid podcast that we all enjoy so much. So thank you guys so much for supporting it. Uh, let's get to the birthday. Uh, I, I said a couple weeks ago, I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago, that it was Donkey Kong Country's birthday. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shout out. And then it turned out it was Smash Brothers' birthday. So I gave them a shout out. And I was like, I'm not doing every fucking video game ever's birthday. Uh, but this is a big one. As of the day I'm recording this, which is December 3rd, it is the PlayStation 1's 25th birthday. And uh, that the PlayStation 1 is a fucking big one, man. Uh, December 3rd, 1994, Sony released their first system. And just quickly, if you don't know, originally the PlayStation was developed to be kind of like an add-on to the Super Nintendo. It was going to be like the Sega CD to the Super Nintendo. And then shortly before it was time to drop it, Nintendo pulled out or pulled the plug and ended up going uh, to, with a, a different direction. And uh, Sony already had this fucking thing developed, basically ready to go. So they were like, all right, fine, we'll put it out. I'm sure it's got to be the biggest mistake Nintendo's ever made because they created their own biggest competition. But like, I mean, credit given to Sony. Like, think about all the different companies and systems that have failed trying to release home video game consoles, right? Like, obviously, Atari, the Jaguar, all that kind of stuff. The Panasonic 3DO, right? My buddy Chris had one of those in Calgary. I thought that thing was fucking rad, but it died real quick. Google is about to fail. With the fucking Stadia, they're not going to last. Uh, Sega, God love them, even Sega failed eventually, right? Like so many companies, I mean, like uh, we could go on and on about all these different companies that have tried to make these home video consoles and failed. But not only did Sony not fail, they killed it and probably released the most successful line of home consoles in video game history. And when you think about Nintendo, like my first thought when I think a home video game console, like like in history, it's Nintendo, right? The NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, the GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U. Um, Sony's dropped four of them. The PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, and the PlayStation 4 with the PlayStation 5 upcoming. And they are four of the five best-selling home consoles of all time it's they're an absolute they're a dynasty they're the new england patriots of, of video game consoles they of home console anyway they just are um so i wanted to give them a little bit of credit and i reached out and i posted on instagram and twitter and stuff asking people like what are your memories of the ps1 what were your favorite games because there's so many great games to that thing which again i'm gonna get one more dig in on it it's just 
how they fucked that PlayStation Classic up so bad, I have no idea. But I just wanted to read a few of the responses because there's just so many memories here. And some of these games we've covered on the podcast, if you're new to the show, go back to our archives. We've got several great PlayStation episodes in the archives waiting for you, locked and loaded. Uh, Seven Layer Dip on Instagram. Metal Gear, oh yeah. And there's going to be a few repeat customers in here. You guys are going to get to notice the, the games that are coming up over and over again pretty quick. Seven Layer Dip on Instagram. Metal Gear Solid and Twisted Metal 1 and 2 for sure. Uh, Crute 1981 on Instagram, Metal Gear Solid, and the Tony Hawk games. Uh, on Facebook, Andre said, Siphon Filter 3, Final Fantasy 9, and Legend of Dragoon. I remember Legend of Dragoon. I had that fucking game. That game was weird. I had that game. Josh said the Twisted Metal series for sure. Scott said they got one for Christmas, him and his little brother, and it came with Crash Bandicoot, Gran Turismo, but the Tony Hawk games are the ones that stand out to him. Over on Twitter, Josh from Press Start to Join, good friend of the show, said, uh, Looney Tunes Sheep Raider. If only because I traded it in and I regret it. I've never even heard of that fucking game, Josh. But yeah, that's fair. Um, Jin and Chris said uh, Xenogears is the best game on the system bar none. So many memories. And uh, you guys probably heard Tony Hawk, Twisted Metal Gear Solid. or so, Sorry, Tony Hawk, Twisted Metal, Metal Gear Solid, and Final Fantasy uh, are the ones that jump out. Final Fantasy IX came up. Final Fantasy VII. Not one person reached out to me and said Final Fantasy VII. Maybe it's a little overrated. Hmm? Check out that episode. You'll hear what I think. Um, I wanted to share my quick memories of the, the original PlayStation. That was the very first system I ever bought with my own money. I want to say it was 1997 or 98. It had been out for a couple years. Uh, I was bagging groceries at the, the at the IGA in Cold Lake, and I saved up my money and uh, bought it. And the first week I had it, I didn't. I couldn't afford a game or a memory card. I literally just had the PlayStation. Uh, under my TV in my room and I would basically use it to listen to CDs and I got a jam-packed demo disc that had one level from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 that I fucking played so much uh, and it had a couple other games on it too I can't remember what other games were on it I think Medieval I think it had an example of Medieval on there but it, that was the one I wanted to play was Tony Hawk uh, but then I started buying games and like some of the games that stick out to me like I played a ton of sports on there I loved hockey and baseball games on the, on the PS1 I'm a Tampa Bay Rays fan because of playing baseball on my PS1 and I just thought the logo was so cool because they like just come into the league when I got my first baseball game. Uh, but my my most valuable memories, my fondest memories of the PS class, PS1, not calling it the PS Classic, that thing, fuck off, uh, is probably Final Fantasy 7. I know I just said it's overrated, but I still put hundreds of hours into Final Fantasy 7. The Twisted Metal series for sure. Metal Gear Solid, which I'm replaying on that broken PlayStation Classic right now. Uh, maybe there's an episode upcoming on that hint hint uh the tony hawk games of course and uh and wwf smackdown are probably the ones that jump out to me the most tony hawk's probably number one like right like it's like tony hawk right tony hawk 2 in particular and i know it was on other systems but the fucking playstation come on right tony hawk uh what a legacy man like it's and honestly like when i think of my favorite systems of all time i don't think of the playstation one at all like I, I mean i probably wouldn't put a playstation system in my favorite systems of all time and if i was going to it'd probably be the ps3 but uh fuck man the playstation one killed it just so many great games and like and i was a nintendo kid like i love my nintendo 64 but like i think i've got just as many if not more fond memories of playing the playstation than i do in my nintendo 64 outside of like Mario Party and GoldenEye and stuff. Just, ah, oh, fuck. Happy birthday, man. 25 years. Like, I just imagine if Nintendo hadn't fucked that up and let them go and just worked with them. Like, what would gaming look like today if Nintendo and PlayStation were the same? Like, we're still working together to make consoles. Like, you could, play, you could buy, like, the Nintendo PlayStation. 
fuck just imagine like <laughs> it'd probably be like the playstation u and it would just suck but anyway so happy birthday playstation that was the first thing i wanted to get to second thing i quickly wanted to touch on was that black friday and cyber monday have come and gone uh did you go shopping because i did i bought an xbox one as you probably heard me talk about last week on the show and i'm gonna praise it again in a minute uh because i fucking love it i'm so happy with that thing uh but what i wanted to talk about just quickly was uh gamestop and eb games um I saw a thing online uh, talking about how like we all know they're in trouble, right? Like it's I don't think that's a big secret in the gaming world that the GameStop, EB, I mean it's EB Games here in Canada, but GameStop, I'm just gonna call them GameStop, so I don't have to keep saying both. Like there's no, it's not a big secret in the gaming world that GameStop is in a lot of trouble. They're quickly going the way of Blockbuster um, with their stores and stuff like that. And from what I saw online from different reports and stuff, they really, really needed this weekend to be a big success. Uh, to like stay above water and apparently it just wasn't um, and say what you will about the sales and stuff they offered I actually didn't think that a lot of their sales the Cyber Monday was pretty underwhelming but the the Black Friday sale I thought was fine I didn't think it was much different than like what most other companies were offering I mean stuff like the Xbox and the PlayStation bundles and stuff were the same I mean some people have shit on the Nintendo Switch bundles because it was the old Nintendo Switch with the lower the worst battery life but I'm willing to bet you anything if you do a little bit more homework into that a lot of that was Nintendo pushing them to asking them to get rid of these old switches um I just it's you know it's too bad like they're fucked right like GameStop is fucked too many people myself included are buying digital now um and so when you're buying digital outside of like selling you the console itself and then maybe gift cards when they go on sale there's nothing else they can do to keep your business uh i mean the xbox i bought is the all digital xbox so i went into and i bought it from eb games like the one near my house which i'm gonna get to in a second because i like them but i went in i gave them 180 bucks for this game for this uh xbox and, and now it's a digital one i'll never buy anything else from them for it again unless i need another controller someday or something and i won't because i don't really have any friends uh, so, uh, but they're just, they're fucked. Like, I mean, places like, like Walmart and Best Buy and those types of places that sell video games, I guarantee you their video game sales have plummeted as well, but they have other things, right? Like they're not a specialty store. They sell other stuff. So the, the video games are just one little section of their business plan. EB games like that. It's EB games. It's, it's, it's fucking their video games are their, their thing that they do. And now, I mean, you can see that they're desperately trying to like just grasp at anything and find a new angle to take. Because when you go into an EB Games now, two thirds of the store is just crap. It's those pop Funko figures with the weird eyes and the big heads and tons of board games and t-shirts and just like mugs and fucking socks. And it's just, you know, they're, they're dead. Like you can see that they're just, they're drowning and they're just reaching for anything, trying to get a hold of something to stay above water. And I just don't know what else you can do. I mean, once you, I mean, not only are they competing with digital downloads and stuff like that, but like a lot of my friends, I know that I, that buy video games, uh, physically buy them online, you know, you buy them from Amazon or something and then they get shipped to your house in like a day and you don't have to go to the store. So I just don't know what else. I don't know what else EB games can do. And their online interface can't touch Amazon's. It's not even close, you know, plus every time they fucking try to do something online, it seems to break, right? Like they release their black Friday sales and it turned out they didn't actually have the Black Friday sales on the website. So you could click the link to go to Black Friday. And then there was no Black Friday deals. Everything was just regular price. They're just, and it's, and it sucks. Okay. Because like, they're, they're not all bad. I know we all shit on GameStop and, and we make fun of how they try to get you to buy a hundred extra things when all you want is a game or a system or whatever. 
but like they're not all bad and a ton of people are going to lose their jobs. There has to be somebody listening to this podcast right now that works for GameStop. And I'll tell you, like the one up near my house here in Skyview, the like Skyview department store complex thing shopping center here in Edmonton is the one like 10 minutes from my house and they have always treated me great there's never any pressure whenever I buy a game they say do you want to put the warranty on it I say no and they just say okay like there I've never had a bad experience in there um I I I don't know man like I don't are they are they gonna be alive this time next year I'm not sold that they will be. And so if you're listening to this and you work there, I'm sorry that things aren't going well. I hope that you don't lose your job. I'm not laughing at the fact that you're going to lose your job. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, if you, I, how the fuck do you fix it? I don't think they can. I don't know what's left to do to try to fix that. I think they're fucked. Um, but like I said, I've really enjoyed them. This is going to be the segue into what I'm playing, which is going to be the segue into Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, I've always had great experiences there. I bought an Xbox there last week for Black Friday. I got the all digital one, as you guys probably heard if you listened to last week's episode. Uh, my first Xbox in a little while. I fucking, I have loved it. Like, loved, loved it. I cannot express how happy I am with this purchase. I have Game Pass on it. It is full of fucking games. I've downloaded a ton. I can't wait. I got Halo waiting for me. I got Gears of War. I've got Slay the Spire. Shout out to Josh from Press Start to Join for mentioning that to me. But I, I added on my list already. I've got Ori in the Blind Forest. I've got so many fucking Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, just so many games that I never played, just downloaded waiting on my Xbox to play, and they're all covered with Game Pass. So if you're on the fence on an Xbox One, you guys, I'm going to be a complete shill for them now. So what have I been playing the last seven days? Uh, Primarily, okay, well, primarily Pokemon, which I'll get to in a second. On my Xbox, I've been playing The Outer Worlds, um, which I started out, fuck, it's made by, uh, I'm going to fuck up the name. I want to say it's Obsidian. It's the people that made Fallout New Vegas, I believe. Um, When I started playing it, I fucking loved it. I thought it might be a last second shot at taking away game of the year from Fire Emblem Three Houses for me. Uh, now I like it after putting some hours into it. I still I don't love it anymore. I like it. It's uh, it's Mass Effect meets Fallout, but I'm not sure that it does either game that well. Um, I'm just starting to find it a little boring. I fell asleep playing it last night and then woke up and was trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Because like, you know, when you're like when you're watching TV or reading something while you're falling asleep and then you can't figure what the fuck just happened over the last five or ten minutes. That happened to me playing uh, Outer Worlds last night. So it's and that's not a good sign, but it's been OK. Uh, I also started playing through a certain uh, vintage platformer on uh, my Xbox. It's on Game Pass, uh, but it's from the Nintendo 64 days and it rhymes with Rambo Kablooey. And because I never played this particular game back in the day and i know it's very very highly requested for an episode of the show and there's an episode of the show coming on it once i'm done it hint hint um and then i finished pokemon sword and shield and uh i'm going to save my thoughts on that that will be discussed on our patreon episode monday december 9th so get in on that if you guys are interested that's good enough i got out of there in 16 minutes that's pretty good let's get to episode 75 of the show you guys which is teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 the arcade game. I uh, It took us 75 episodes to get to Turtles 2, which is about 73 episodes longer than it should have. Um, although I guess episode 2, we talked Turtles in Time, which is the better game. But anyway, we're talking Ninja Turtles 2. I, I fucking love this game. I love the Ninja Turtles. I don't know how often I bring it up on here. I know I have a few times. Um, but I fucking love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sitting next to the original movie poster, which is framed and in my office here, signed by Kevin Eastman. I met him at an expo a few years ago. He was rad. I have a Ninja Turtles tattoo sleeve. My left arm is literally covered in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles forever. I adore the Ninja Turtles. I also 
love Nintendo, which you guys know if you listen to the show ever because I talk about it every seven days. So when you combine them, the Ninja Turtles and Nintendo, at least back in the 80s and 90s, not so much now, but like back in the day was peanut butter and chocolate. Just fucking magical. Like, and who didn't grow up in the 80s and 90s and not play this game? Be it the arcade version at a Chuck E. Cheese or something, or be it the home version on the NES. We all played Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. And with that said, I'm going to cue some phenomenal music. And I'm going to sit down with my buddy Miklos and talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game which hit arcades in 1989 and then showed up on the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1990. This game is fucking rad. Let's talk some Ninja Turtles, you guys. Kick back, relax. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. So we're doing a big, we're doing like a marathon session today. So I'm going to ask you how you're doing like three or four more. I already know how you're fucking doing. But I'm these doing pe- horrible. Yeah. I'm yeah, doing yeah. so bad. <laughs> this is the worst day I've ever had. I was going to say, these people may not know how you're doing. Uh, my, my guest this week is Miklos. Uh, you may remember him primarily from all, mostly, mostly Sega episodes. Uh, he was a Sega kid, but we're shifting back to the NES today and arcades. Yeah. Um, and we're talking, I'm so excited to fucking talk about this game, dude. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, the arcade man, this game. game was amazing. This is like everybody knows this game. Yeah. Right? Like oh, everybody. This it, is... Like, okay, so this was like during like Turtle like mania, yeah. right? This is like one of the height. Right. Of, especially for Turtle games at yeah. the time. Okay. Right? And I was thinking about that today because like sometimes I think about just some of the shit I want to talk about when we do these podcasts and like... I think everyone remembers the original Ninja Turtles game on the NES. Because it was impossible. It was impossible. <laughs> but it was the first Turtle video game. Yeah. Everyone owned it. It's like in the top 10 like best-selling NES games ever. Yeah. Like it's a big game, right? And then this one came out. And like I, I don't know. I personally never owned this one as a kid. I just oh, would I always play it. We'd rent it. It was yeah. like 
and you play this one, and I respect everything that the first Turtles game did. By the way, there's an episode about that in our archives. You guys should look that up later. Uh, I don't know which number it is, but it's back there. Uh, I respect everything the first game tried to do. Because I'm like, dude, they could have just made it as like a crappy beat-em-up. But they tried to put some mechanics in where each of the Turtles hand a little different. And there was swimming and exploration. And like, yeah. I, I understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. It just Didn't wasn't work. great. Like, I'd love to see a Turtles game today <laughs> made in that style. style. Oh, that would actually be pretty cool. Right? When they know how to use those mechanics and stuff yeah. like that. Whereas Turtles 2, the arcade game, which originally was arcades, yeah. they were like, okay, if we were going to make a Ninja... Okay, the Ninja Turtles are worth a trillion dollars right now. How can we make a video game about this for kids? Yeah. And it's like, it seems get, so you basic. The, you get them together and just beat things up. You control <laughs> one of your... You pick was, your favorite turtle and you just beat up bad guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so mm-hmm. easy. And definitely designed as a quarter popper. Oh, oh buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> spend so many quarters on this game just before we get into breaking this game into how awesome it is down the fact that there's only realistically been two good turtles games since this one and that's turtles 3 that no one talks about is actually a really good game yeah and then turtles in time which i think everyone agrees is is similar the definitive like it's the turtles game the fact that they have not made another good like really good turtles game since then drives me bananas because it's like you just pick a turtle and you beat up at it should be so easy like where's an x-men legend style turtles game where well, the four turtles level up and you uh, can get different abilities and stuff yeah where they, is it they, i thought they did a game like that well they just released mutants in manhattan i think it was a couple years ago but the reviews are really bad there was um like an indie indie game for the 360 that was actually like that Fucking, but it was an indie game, right? It just, <laughs> it just seems so I had, simple. I, I had the demo. I know I had that demo on my 360. Oh. I I played it a lot, and I thought about buying it, but I was against a lot of digital downloads. Oh, all right. And like, cause most, cause with the 362, you had to if you wanted to play any of the digital stuff, you had to be connected to live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, chaps my ass. Just give us a good <laughs> turtles game. It's not hard. It's not hard, but. Maybe I'm asking too much with an X-Men Legends stuff. Like, I think that'd be so cool. Like, they all level up, and as they level up, they get more powers. Yeah. You could have the four of them, and if you wanted, you could throw in, like, Splinter and Casey. And then you and... do, like, you know, double-team moves Yes, and stuff. Yeah. it's not hard. But anyway, <laughs> we're daydreaming. Let's go back to, like, what, what year did this game come out? Fuck oh. it, 1989, yeah. when they figured out how to make a Turtles game, and they released Turtles 2, the arcade game. So, like... Yeah, this is definitely an arcade game before it, it got flat. It was, yeah, yeah. And like, I remember playing this game at like, dude. So, because like you said, at eight quarters, we used to go to Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday every year when I was little. Yeah. Me and my brother's birthdays. My little brother's three years younger than me, but our birthdays are a day apart. It's November sixteenth and November seventeenth, and yeah. so uh, we would always go to Chuck E. Cheese for like a big group birthday. We just get to bring four or five friends. Chuck E. Cheese in the nineties was the fucking greatest place on earth, <laughs> and they always had the Turtles arcade game. Yeah. And I would pump every token I had into that game. Never come close to beating it because it was so like, <laughs> like I mean, it is a criticism and it deserves criticism. We're not talking about the NES port yet. I mean, yeah, we are going to get into that, but like the actual stand-up arcade machine was so blatantly designed, designed to just yeah. Yeah, have kids go to their parents and be like, any more money, any more money. Because you only get like 10 seconds to continue or whatever, yeah. too. So you're like, any more money, any more money. So you can keep going. And you're never going to beat it. No. It's going to cost you $50 to beat this fucking game at an arcade. Because <laughs> it's so hard. It was designed to kill you. <laughs> but it was something about it that was so, so fun. You could do like, I remember playing it 
uh, like as a kid. Even now, like if you go, because uh, they have it at. Um, they have it at Beercade. They have it at Beercade mm-hmm. and whatever the. I'm trying to remember the one downtown was, but I used to go there all the time because my friend gave me free tokens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of like. Um, this arcade game yeah. shows up in all kinds of these like adult arcades now yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, but even playing it, like you go through like a level or two without having to continue. Yeah. And then. Like that's after playing it for so long. Oh yeah, yeah. But you even then you're like, oh, and then like the more you go, like you're barely beating a level before you're putting another quarter. Yeah, in, it's right? fucking brutal. Yeah, <laughs> like well, because those first couple of levels you get to play them over and over, so you get to yeah. know what to do, right? Because like the first level you're in that burning apartment building, yeah. and then the second level you're on the streets, which is yeah. still my favorite level in the game. I think. Um, um, I gotta say the uh, the sewers were one of my favorite. Where you're surfing? Where, uh, no. Or no, just where you're walking. Yeah, yeah. Where you're fighting Baxter Stockman in the, at the end with all the mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I, okay. So one of the things, I mean, th- this game does everything right. But like, uh, first thing it does right is it's just a beat em up. And it's yeah. multiplayer. Turtles have yeah, to be multiplayer. multiplayer. Yeah, you can't just do one. No, they have to be multiplayer. So I love the fact that it's that. I love the fact you can pick whichever one of the four turtles you want. And obviously, when you're talking the arcade machine, you've got the four individual, like, positions with the joystick yeah. and the buttons but even when you're playing it on the nes you get to pick which one of the four turtles you want to be and they all handle like They're identical pretty much the same yeah. but like but they the reach they, on some of them is different sure but they look cool like they i lo- and i always adored the fact that they made the four of them like they all have their weapons it's very distinct they have the unique headbands like you can tell who is who yeah. and this is going to sound like a minor thing but i donatello is my favorite turtle yeah and i love the fact that he doesn't just like hold his bow in one hand. Like they could have just taken because they're obviously all sprite swaps, right? Yeah. But like Leo, Mikey, and Raph have two weapons, and their each hand holds a weapon, and they swing them, and then that's it. Yeah. Whereas Donnie, they really did like he holds his bow differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he hold. It's just those little things that and like the like, well, him and Leo do the like they kind of do the same thing where Leo like you can watch him do two hands into things and throw them. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. And you watch Donatello use like the use like a staff. And he, he like impales them, them yeah, and like, like throws spear, them backwards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love like I just so that alone just makes it yeah good. Like that's such a like how the fuck is that not like it should be such a basic thing you know? And then at this point. Uh, the cartoon was at full swing. Like, it was huge. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I so, watched it every Saturday, like, five or six episodes. Right? Because right? in some places, they would, you know, like, I remember they'd be like, these two episodes at this time on mm-hmm. this channel, and then there's an episode on this channel, and then later, those two episodes that were being replayed, and I would watch them all. Yeah, it was right? perfect. Like, it was Turtle Mania, like, to a <laughs> T. So they were inventing new bad guys all the time for the cartoon show. Yeah. But what's cool about these games, and this was one of the reasons I wanted to play this game all the time as a kid, was because, like, we obviously didn't have the internet to yeah. look up who the next bad guy was. And you wanted to see, like, every time you got to the end of a level, like, oh, who am I going to have to fight? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, because, like, you start off, you fight Bebop and Rocksteady, which is... The classics, the two of the greatest villains of all. I adore Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> I fucking adore them. But then, yeah, like Baxter Stockman Talkman. fucking yeah. shows up, and okay, and I and I don't remember in one of the versions it's Slash. Um, is Slash in this one? I think Slash is in the third. one. Maybe it's the third it's the one. Third game. Yeah. I don't know. I just I like, but that's like again, that's part of the excitement. Is like you're okay. The bosses include Rocksteady, Bebop, Baxter Stockman, General Trag, Krang, Shredder. Like that's. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's, you've got Krang, you've got the rock soldiers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, ah, oh. like, we're not even into playing it yet. Like, I just, <laughs> like, it's the perfect turtle, like, 
fan um, like tribute. It's fucking I, yeah. I fucking adore it. And then in the second level, when you're on the streets, one of the things that stands out to me that I I love about that fucking level is the first level you're in the burning apartment and it's yeah. fine, fucking whatever. But then when you get onto the streets and uh, the foot soldiers are jumping out of the sewers and throwing sewer covers at you and you can hit them back at them. And, and they're driving the, cars into you. And, yeah, yeah. And you can hit the parking meters <laughs> the and they go flying at guys and hit the fire hydrants and then the little nozzles shoot out at guys yeah. and you could fall into the sewer yeah. and then that cartoon, like who turned out the lights will come up and <laughs> yeah. then, and you know what hurts you, but you do it anyways because it was fucking cool. Like, I, I, oh, like it, like to me, this, that's why I think I love the second level so much because it like the game opens up at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, and gives, it gives like um, uh, a really cool double dragon feel, but like more cartoony. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And then I love the fact that they constantly make different foot soldiers. All the, like, because you would think if all he had to do was fight foot soldiers for the whole game, it would get old. Like the purple yeah. classic robotic yeah. foot soldiers, right? So then they throw in the mousers and they throw in, I can't remember what they were actually called, but they were like those, those fucking devices that would shoot the electrical whips. Like one oh, kidnapped yeah, yeah. Splinter in like one of yeah. the early episodes and stuff, which I fucking hate fighting in this game. By the way, I hate oh, yeah. those fucking uh, things. You fight a lot of them in the Technodrome. Yeah, and they're yeah. they take forever. Yeah. They take such a pounding those fucking yeah. things. Uh, but then they also just took the foot soldiers and constantly collar swapped them, and then and gave then, them different weapons. Yeah. Which is genius because now it doesn't get old because and then you like start to fear certain colors. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. When you go into like a screen where there's eight or nine foot soldiers and there's like two or three of like. The fucking I, white ones or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ones with guns or boomerang, like something that's hard to dodge. Yeah, you're like you get them first. Like forget yeah, the purple guys. Yeah. Those guys are easy. Those you guys know? are pussies. We need. Yeah, you're definitely like ranking some of them. Yeah, and then like, uh, and they're not. The rankings aren't even like completely static too, right? Like, so you have say like a couple of guys that are 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 really good because they'll pin you down, so all like the regular foot soldiers can get at you. So you go after those guys that pin you down. But then you see them in like a group of other guys, and they're like the guys you they don't even care about. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know they're duds, right? Like they're yeah. easy. Um, and and I can't remember if the NES version had this. I know the arcade version. Each guy had a special move if you hit attack and, and jump at the same time. I that wasn't. Oh yeah. But it would take some it's of your health. health away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you wanted to like save them, right? Because yeah. they were like really. They come in really handy, but they would take a ton more of your health, which was again just a way to eat your fucking was that quarters. This one, though? I just looked it up to be sure because okay. I wasn't sure. And okay. yes, it was. Okay. But again, classic way to take your fucking money. It's just like, yeah. oh hey, here's a move that'll kill bad no, guys, guys for you. But especially it's if there's a swarm of them, right? right. <laughs> but it'll also kill you. Like yeah. fuck right off. Like right. Well, ah. it was just a way to like make sure you weren't like spamming the special move too right oh of course because otherwise you would just that's all you would do look yeah. at me i'm just i'm fucking super powerful because like most of them and I, i'm not 100 percent sure but like i remember most of the foot soldiers taking like two two or three hits yeah. to kill because you hit them and they'd bounce back and then they come at you again yeah whereas the special attack would kill them in one hit yeah. and if you could kill and you got like i think you got like a point for every guy you yeah. killed. And if you got to 100 points or 200 points or something, then you got an extra life. Yeah. So then, like, I know when I would play, especially the NES version with my friends, we would be trying to, like, oh, dude, you're at, you're at 190. Like, I'll I'll leave you alone. Like, get your extra life. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, because you need that extra life. Or, and so the, this is where me and my friends were cutthroat. We were uh, like, I, you're at 190? Screw you. Because we're, all, we're always trying to do better than of each course other, yeah right? yeah oh well then you guys were the same kids where like one of you's almost dead one of you oh, just we, died so you have a full the hell of oh health. no we, we we would be nice in that fashion because okay. we there was also a teammate aspect of right? course there was right because if your if your buddy died that was it 
Oh yeah, yeah. And you're by yourself. And like <laughs> and this game, like when you're playing it two player, like that second guy can be a huge Dude. help. Yeah. And when they only they they never give you two pizzas. Like yeah, it's, always it's always one. one. Yeah. And so you have to decide which of us is gonna get the pizza yeah. and it has to go to whoever is more beat up. Like yeah. it has to. Yeah. And if you like Or or you like you get it because sometimes it'll be in like in a fight. So there will be a pizza there, but then like a bunch of foot soldiers come. Yeah. So you're like, well, uh, whoever gets to the lowest first, and you're again, we're because we're competitive, we're always trying to not get hit, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So then you clear out the area, and then whoever's got it, like we were, right? Oh, save it as long as you can, can. Yeah. yeah, because you couldn't backtrack either, yeah. So you had to get it before you walked straight through, but you had yeah. to backtrack to get it. It fucking. Oh, or when you accidentally walked into the pizza, yeah. like you didn't know it was <laughs> there. there. You're oh. like, you already have full health. You're like, no, yeah. no. You hear that that sound effect, that like sound effect, and you're like, no, I'm gonna really need that soon. <laughs> Fuck. And then like, and I don't remember because I wasn't big into beat 'em ups. I didn't play a lot of Double Dragon or yeah. anything. Um, just the the way that this game had a little bit of screen depth, like you could go yeah. up and down. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was so cool. You know what I mean? And like. I don't think there's any parts like this in the no, I know there's not in the apartment. But like when even when you get to the streets, there's like a part where you can jump up on like a balcony. Yeah. Or you can like be down on the street. And then the game kind of goes like down and like diagonal. Um and I just thought that was so cool, like it gave it a little bit of depth. Because you remember the girl comes by on the skateboard and you can make her scream. Yeah. If you hit her. (laughs) Yeah. I always thought that was like the coolest thing. And then after you did that, and then you went down diagonal, and then there was always the Pizza Hut signs. Do you remember that? Because yeah. Pizza, I read about that, and Pizza Hut paid like a lot of money, money. Yeah. to get like the the marketing rights to like be in this game. And apparently, in the NES version, the instruction booklet came with a coupon. Oh, really? For like money off of your pizza, but it expired oh. in like 1991 or something. Oh, fair enough. So. Uh... I know that we didn't have a Pizza Hut in Fort McMurray, so it didn't do anything for marketing. No, for same. Th- I was like, eventually, I... when we got one, we were like, oh yeah, let's get Pizza Hut, oh. and then you realize that it's not even that good. Then you realize it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, a... although Pizza Buffet was awesome. Yeah, like, oh, skip dude. school to do that. Pizza Hut Buffet is still awesome, <laughs> but because it's funny, because in the movie it was Domino's. Yeah, and in the video game it was Pizza Hut, and frankly, I don't think either one has very good pizza. <laughs> like, you guys are supposed to be pizza connoisseurs. How the fuck do you have to eat this shit? Like, you it's guys know cheap. better than it. It is it's cheap. cheap. I get, and like, and that's another thing that always bugged me about the turtles is they were always ordering pizza, and I'm like, that shit's not a that's not a cheap thing to eat every night. And you guys don't have jobs, so where the fuck do you always have money for pizza? Uh, beating up bad guys. If I've learned anything from video games, is the more bad guys you beat up, the more money you they have. They just take their money. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's all it is. So, okay, so, like, that was the arcade game. The arcade game is fucking rad. Yeah. Uh, but then they, pardon me, they ported it to the NES. Yeah. Um, and that's the version I, I, I know personally. That's the version I'm more familiar with yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was so, like, dude, I rented this game so, like, that cover art <laughs> of the four of them breaking through the wall with the yeah. skateboards, like, just that cover art. Anyone listening to this knows exactly yeah. what cover art we're fucking talking about. I would love to get a poster of that. To put in here, like it's so like it just stands out to me. Like I can't not picture it. Like it was the fucking peak of turtles. You know what I mean? And man, we rent. I could have bought this game for the amount of times we rented this game as kids. I do believe that I own this game. Oh, like everyone I knew owned this game. Um, This was a definite game. You went to your friend's house. Like it was like a a staple yeah, yeah. Of, of the of the video game days yeah of the nes uh, dude like i remember going to like sleepovers yeah at, at people's houses and like there'd be four or five of us and you just take turns yeah. but you'd stay up 
all night. Oh, man. (laughs) Dude, and like, I'll be honest with you, Mick. Like, I don't know when the last time you played this game is. Like, the NES version of it. Okay. It's been a while. (laughs) I was playing with it on my uh, NES Classic over there. Yeah. um, That got sick and got some extra games put on it somehow. (laughs) We won't get into that. Um, But, uh... (laughs) Oh, no. I've been infected with extra games. Oh, no. (laughs) But uh, I was... And, like, admittedly, it's not that it hasn't aged well because it still looks decent and it's still fun to play. Uh... I don't know how we would marathon session this game as kids for hours because you play it now and after about an hour you're like, okay, like I've thought, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of depth there. No, you know there uh, just isn't. What I mean, like as a kid, especially being caught up in Turtle Mania, I mean, you didn't care. No, you didn't. You're not the same Turtle fan. I mean, you're a pretty big Turtle fan. I am a pretty big Turtles fan, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's not the same. And especially to play something like. One of the downfalls of this game for me was uh, how repetitive everything was. Yeah. I did a lot of drop kicks. Jump right. up. That's drop what I was kick, just going to say. Do that. Back and forth, oh. drop kicking people, right? Like, that and was, like, that was, that's the go to move, move. Right. Like, Cause you're, you get hit less. Yeah. yeah right? The way he would do it at like a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Like you jump and then like that knife head, like yeah. you'd be mid flip. And then you hit attack, and he comes out of the flip and just like, like, like quintuples your speed in forty five. Like when you're fighting the bosses, yeah. like the very first boss you fight, if I'm not mistaken, like, is Rocksteady. Yeah, in the in the burning building, and he's got the gun, and then yeah. he would charge at you. Yeah, and that's all I would do is just like spam the jump kick, jump kick, jump yeah. kick. Stay, try to stay away from him. Jump kick, yeah. jump kick. And then like, yeah, like if he's running, the the bosses too. Oh my god, because you'd be like. You get in there, you try to beat them up, and you like, you think if you're beating these guys up, they but they seem to get like this invulnerability. Yeah, and you like hit them, and they're like no, and they just swatch you across the room. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, like, and like on one hand, that, that irritated me because it felt so cheap. Yeah. But at the same time, I do like the fact that like when you watch the old cartoons and they tried to do this with the movie, like with Toka and Razar and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, to me, the turtles are at their best when they're smaller than their opponents. Yeah. So they're almost like, even though they're ninjas, they're kind of underdogs. Yeah. Like they own the foot soldiers, right? Yeah. Like you should be able to destroy all the foot soldiers. But when you go up against like a rock steady, yeah. the dude is is triple your size. Yeah. He's got a gun. He's a rhino, so he's like yeah, built no. like a fucking shit house. Like I kind of like it, it, but it is like at times there were, there were times when it was just like crazy cheap. You're, you're just like, like fuck off, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he kill you in like three hits. Like yeah, you're like, if you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer, and for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but. Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If 
If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. And you can... Sometimes just defied all of the yeah, the game and you can only be so strategic because yeah. otherwise you're gonna be fighting this guy for two hours, you yeah. know. But one of the things I and like oh the fucking memories is when uh, when you hit guys and uh, after you're getting close to killing a boss they start flashing red, yeah. And it would start out with that really slow, like every once in a while they'd blink red, and then yeah. it would get more and more. And by the time you're almost done beating them. Like they were just like, like that red and white flash. Well, once it started flashing a lot too, you'd be like, all right, now, now is the time when you like stop drop kicking it. Yeah. And you go in and you're just like Smash. spam attack. And, and that's, you know what? That's always <laughs> when I would die. Yeah. I'd be down to like two or three hit points left, yeah. like in my life bar. And I'd be like, fuck, I probably have to hit him a couple more times. And then it just, beca- and then they would, oh, uh, you would <laughs> you'd come back and then hit him once. <laughs> and then you'd kill him. There would be nothing more infuriating than losing a life on a boss with like one hit left. Because all you have to do is kill. If you can just get through him without dying, yeah, yeah, you get you your get health back. back. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. And the amount of times, like, like I'll tell you, like if you were playing it with a good friend, yeah. not competitively, if one of you had a full, like if one of you died during a boss and yeah. the other one was close, then I, we would always play like, okay, the other one, like back off. If I need you near the end, come in. But like, I just died anyway. Yeah. I've got a full health bar. Let me get in there and fucking yeah. go after him, right? Oh, and like fucking Rocksteady would be so goddamn cheap with his fucking gun where he'd shoot it and shoot him in the air and he'd throw his stupid kicks right as you go to do your jump kick into him he'd fucking kick you and then Bebop when you fought him the sewer was, was open, open and you'd always <laughs> fall into that fucking or he, sewer he would like hit you and then you would fall on the sewer you're oh. like this is some this is the bullshit and he had that <laughs> stupid ray gun that would like the beams would like yeah. expand so yeah. then you oh so it almost forced you to be in close to get hit yeah, by Yeah, to yeah. kill you, right? Like, I, I don't know for sure if they pulled the difficulty back on the any of her S version. Uh, I think they did a little but bit. But I have to think they did. Because at this yeah. point, you have their money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to get any more quarters. Yeah. But if you release a game that's like the first one, that's fucking impossible to beat, <laughs> uh, you're going to start getting people complaining, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I do think that the... I know the first one's like one of the best-selling games of all time, but this is the one everybody <coughs> remembers. Like, this yeah. is the one everybody plays well, with their Well, I think the first one was just like, oh my God, Ninja Turtles, right? Like, that's all yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, But I stand by it. Like, I, I really did enjoy that game. And I, yeah. I, I, I think it's a cool idea. But having said that, like, this game is fucking awesome. And I tell you, dude, no one played Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. I remember renting I, that I, one. I played it a bunch. I liked it more than this. It's a better game. game. It is. It is. No one plays <laughs> it. I don't know if we'll ever do an episode on it because I don't know who else played it except maybe you. Maybe you and I'll end up doing an episode on it. But like each turtle had more specific like the, special moves. Yeah. And, uh, the character like list of like uh, bad guys went. Yeah. Like, was awesome. The graphics were better. Yeah. Plus, you know what I love about Turtles Three is when you die, you can switch your turtle. Yeah. Whereas in this one. 
um, when you die, you like well, and I don't mean when you die a game over. I mean like when you lose a life, yeah, you, you can, can switch turtles. And this one, you pick a turtle and that's it. That's it. Um, um, which I understand, but like I also like how do you it, not let us switch? Like just it's fun. Like let us switch. Well, like that's half of the fun. <laughs> like fucking I, idiots. I I get the, I get the reason because you want to be your favorite turtle, right? Yeah, like I would always I was always Donnie. Yeah, right? same. like. Yeah, because yeah, he's the best. <laughs> and then, like, he's the best. I fucking, ah, I just, and like, and honestly, like, another thing I noticed that I don't remember this from playing it as a kid, but playing it now is, um, there's like some slowdown. Like, you can see that it's like, it, it's, the NES was like chugging, you know yeah. what I mean, to make this game work. Like, it's because yeah. this was an arcade game that yeah. they put on this little cart. And there's some slowdown. There's a lot of like, um, which, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like lag almost? No, or? but like, yeah. Like, you know, like when sprites would like flick, it, flicker. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. Flicker. That's the word I was looking for. Which I know a lot of these old games had, but like yeah. there's a lot of it at points in this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, and it doesn't make it unplayable. Yeah. But particularly when I go to the arcade now and I play the original arcade machine and then I play it on the NES, it's like, dude, you can see the inferiority. But as a kid where like you only got your parents to take you to the Chuck E. Cheese or the arcade once or twice a year yeah. and they're only going to give you enough quarters to get to Bebop, like to have it at home and be able to play it as much as you want, it was yeah. worth all those sacrifices, right? Like, and then uh, figuring out the Konami code. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Which I um, never knew about as a kid. Um, so like you would... Um, I don't even remember how that that everybody knew that code. I know. And like I don't know where that code came from. Like I don't know who fucking figured out that code. I think it was released in something. Had to have been cuz nobody just figures out yeah. like a dozen buttons you push at <laughs> the title menu, but Yeah. Uh but there was a lot of stuff like that for a lot of games. Konami just having I think with the Konami code, and I might be wrong here, is that it was like a a bug feature that someone put into a game so they could go and like test it. Oh, okay. Right, and then um, it just never got taken out. Oh, I see. And then they were like, "Whatever, we'll keep it in all of our games." Right. And then like, so with that one, you get to like do level select, which was pretty cool. Uh, so we would play like, "Oh yeah, we get so far all the time and die. Like we just couldn't get any farther." Right. And then you'd be like, "All right, well, let's just go to the next level." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just made these games more playable, right? Like when they were this hard. Yeah. Like it just made them more more playable. It was yeah. just more fun. I fucking love. Everybody loves this game. Everybody <laughs> does. And I'll be honest with you guys, and like, and we talk about this on the show sometimes. There are some of these games where I'm like, "Go back and play this one again." Like, remember how much fun it was. And there's some where it's like you're probably better off just leaving this one oh, in your memory. Yeah. The arcade game to this... I still play this in the arcade. ...is still like, rad. Yeah. And when you're there with your friends and it's four of you, yeah. fucking 1UP just released. Have you seen the mini arcade? Yeah. Oh. The amount of, like, restraint I've had to not <laughs> no. order that fucking thing, like, because it looks so sick. Like, yeah. I, I... Whenever we go to Beercade, this is one we... We either go to this one or the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. Like, this, which is the same thing. A yeah. Fucking quarter-eating shitty beat-em-up, but they're fun. I actually love being Marge and hitting everyone with the vacuum. With the vacuum, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Like this game is like everyone remembers this game, and it as far as the NES version, I would say just just remember it in the past. Frankly, yeah. you're never gonna get to play it again unless you're unless you're into ROMs hacking or you collect games and you buy yeah. the old cart. You're never going to play the NES version of this because yeah. it's never. I I would bet money it's never going to be re released. No, there was a point I don't know if you remember this when when the Wii came out and they had the Virtual Console. 
the original Ninja Turtles game was on there for a little while. Yeah. But it was a little bit more expensive than most NES games because of licensing. Yeah. And then Turtles 2 was announced and then never came out. And then the original one got taken off of the eShop. Oh, wow. And I'm sure it has to do with the licensing. Yeah. Nickelodeon owns the Ninja Turtle franchise now. And, like, I'm sure they're charging big bucks yeah. for those fucking games. And the thing is, is, like, if you, I mean, if you release, like, a, a Turtles package on the games, like, if you release, like, Turtles 1, Turtles 2, Turtles 3 on the current consoles, I think people will buy it. Yeah. But I'm sure the licensing you'd have to pay to get a hold of it would be astronomical. It's just ridiculous. I, it's, to and, me, especially, like, uh, for how old the games are and, like, they're just basically ROM ports anyways, yeah. right? So it's and not like it costs a lot to make them. And all you're really doing is is getting money. And who says you need to get a lot of money for Turtles? You're no. Gonna, and, and It's like one of those supply and demand things. You put it out at like a decent price. Yeah. And everyone's going to buy it. You yeah. still make a ton of money. And almost every other old game is get gets re-released at some yeah. point. Like DuckTales got would... remastered and re-released. Aladdin and the Lion King are coming out right away. Oh. Those are big licensing fees. Like The Lion King is probably one of the hardest games fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure that this is gettable. I mean, well, okay. The proof is in the pudding that this game is gettable because Arcade 1-Up got it yeah. for their arcade cabinet. Yeah. But they're also charging like $550 Canadian to get your hands on this cabinet. Yeah. And I'm sure there's overhead on the cabinet, plus it's four players, so it's a little yeah. bit more stuff like that. But I'm sure Nickelodeon is charging out the ass for the licensing fee to get your hands on oh, Ninja, yeah, Ninja Turtles, right? And I just don't know if they would see the return on their investment for these games. Well, especially with the, that's what I'm saying. If they dropped a lot of the fee, and yeah. you get it out for a decent price. If you could get it out cheap, people, like if it was if they released the three original Turtle games for like twenty bucks, yeah, people would buy them. Oh, I yeah. think if you charge much more than that, which they would, yeah, um, I don't know how well they would sell because I think people like once it's reviews just, started to come out, people yeah. would be like, these this are, are the yeah, this is a game that hasn't aged well. No, <laughs> right? Like I would I would pay. $20 to just have the original Turtles in time on my Switch yeah. before I pay $20 to have all three of the NES games on my yeah. Switch. Because like all it was, you guys, like Turtles 2 is the one everyone knows and loves. Turtles 3 did everything Turtles 2 did better. And then Turtles in Time perfected it. Yeah. And it honestly hasn't been touched since. Like, yeah. But this game is just... This, this podcast is all about nostalgia and it's all about memories and it's all about the games that made you happy when you were a kid. And everyone... Loved this game as a kid. That fucking art, dude, will stand out in my head forever. Like, I would seriously pay good money to have a nice poster-sized version of that art. Like, oh. And that was before Raphael was an asshole, which I always remember, too, because Raphael's such a dick now. But back then, he was kind of cool and kind of nice. I will never forget the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie when they're, like, going to rescue Raph. They're like, hey, look, it's Raph's. It's a little too rough. A little too rough. Yeah, because it's quiet. Yeah, a little too quiet. It's rough. Yeah, a little too, too rough. <laughs> fucking rough. He's such a fucking ass. I I hate him. I don't even hate him. As I get older, he's the one I relate to the most because yeah. I'm angrier too. But anyway. He um, his own plot foil. I love it. Yeah. This game's... I, I fucking... I love this. I love this game. I love it. Um... Like if we if I didn't have if we had more time I would be like yo let's fire up my NES and play Turtles and like let's let's play it you know like we just don't have time. Um, all right, well you done? Yep. All right, uh, out of eight slices of pizza, how many uh, slices of pizza does Turtles Two the arcade game the NES the NES port and the arcade game? Ooh, uh, the port or no sorry the um, 
The arcade game, I would give six. Six slices of pizza, I will play that all the time. Mm -hmm. But the NES, four and a half. That's fair. You know what? Boy, I want to go eight because of my love for it, but I, I that's the perfect score, and I don't give those. So I'll go I'll go seven for the arcade, and I'll go uh, five for the NES one. Like, listen, if you haven't played the NES one since like the early nineties, just leave it that way because yeah. it just has it's not as good a port as you remember. But the next time you're at like an adult arcade and you see that original stand up cabinet. I'm telling you, pump, pump pump five or ten bucks into it yeah. and just have fucking fun. Yeah, grab a couple friends. Yeah, get three of your friends to play <laughs> with you. Uh, make the one that you hate the most be Leo because nobody wants to be Leo. I always found no one wanted to be Michelangelo. No, Mikey's fun. awesome. Leo's boring. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, like I love all four of them, okay? But yeah. Leo is boring. A like, lot of my friends picked on, like, weapons. So they're like... Oh. Nunchucks are sweet. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to get into turtles. I could talk Never. turtles forever. I'll eventually lock to turtles podcast. It was just, that's when I can just talk about turtles. Uh, Mick, thanks for doing this, buddy. Oh, no problem, man. And awesome. uh, guys, go play some Ninja Turtles. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. Mick Los, thank you for coming over and talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with me. And to every single one of you video game Ninja Turtle geeks out there, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you want to support it even more, follow us, Twitter and Instagram. We're at Member the Game. We'll follow you back. We'll chat. It's a free follower. You guys, why wouldn't you do it? We're also over on Facebook.com slash Remember the Game, YouTube.com slash Remember the Game, and most, most, most importantly, patreon.com slash remember the game i know i push it on here a lot but it's just getting bigger and bigger the bigger it gets the better the prizes i can give away patreon.com slash remember the game two bucks a month for a bunch of cool stuff uh and if you enjoyed the show this week you guys please leave me a good review i'm not sure why i'm supposed to keep asking for them but i'm going to because that's what you're supposed to do as a podcast host uh that'll do it for this week you guys we will be back on monday the 9th with an episode uh for patreons about pokemon sword and shield and we will be back on december 11th i had to think about that one for a minute uh with episode 76 as we continue our climb toward episode 100 of remember the game thanks for listening guys go play some video games and i will talk to you again in seven days or less take it easy cheers (laughs) 